What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Phil Sports History for August 1st, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. It is Tuesday, so it's time for a little positivity slash motivation. And I didn't necessarily plan it this way, but as I was looking through the month of August and the Tuesdays, a lot of our quotes tend to deal with the same general topic. And and I think a lot of that has to do just with the different things that are going on with me, uh, both trying to, to grow the podcast as well as things I'm dealing with in my day job at work. Um, and again, I try to be open as honest as possible. But today's quote is, to get something you never had, you have to do something you've never done. And I've seen that attributed to a few people from Thomas Jefferson to Denzel Washington. Um, I'm sure somewhere in between that range of people, somebody said it. Uh, But I really like this because it it really talks, especially with the way things have been going the past year with both of the podcasts. It's just kind of putting yourself out there. And and in order to get where you want to be, sometimes you have to do things that are either uncomfortable or that are new to you, might be challenging, and I really like it because to me, in order to get anything, you have to work for it. And it reminds me of another quote, which maybe I'll use before, but again, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And I think uh, the people that are successful, the people that achieve a lot are the ones that are willing to, to put themselves out there, work hard, and do something they've never done before in order to get something that they never had. So as you go through your day today, and different things pop up keep that in mind that to get to get something you never had you have to do something you've never done Uh, and that's our quote attributed to either thomas jefferson or denzel you take your pick uh but i I do think it's a good quote and, and something that again really resonates with me and and helps keep me grounded and motivated okay Good win for the Phils yesterday. Did not get off to a good start. It started stressing right there in the first inning. But Tawan Walker settled down and really put the clamps on the Marlins. Uh, and it went almost seven innings, which was good for a bullpen that's been taxed. Uh, they're able to to play a little small ball, which was interesting. Um at one point, they had two guys on. Jake Cave came up, put down a perfect bunt, and then uh, Johan Rojas hit the, I think, guess it was a double that he ended up hitting down the line, scored the two runs. They were able to get more. Like, it just was basically everything that we've been saying that this team doesn't do, they were able to do yesterday. Hopefully, this is a trend that continues in the right direction. Now, if they get some of the big guys to start hitting and counteract i i don't want to see them necessarily lose that small ball aspect but you need the big gun big guns to to start hitting uh the trade deadline is today i believe it's six so i'm anxious to see what dombrowski has up his sleeve if if anything uh so we'll have more on that tomorrow Uh, i i thought for sure by now they would have made a move but they haven't so as we get through today, uh, look for that tomorrow. But currently they are half game up on Miami, Milwaukee, and Arizona and a half game back of the Giants and our old pal Gabe. Uh, if you want more Phillies coverage, check out our friends at 2008 Phils. Uh, they are currently for... 
this day in Philly sports history, listeners, they're giving away 75% off or giving having subscriptions at 75% off. Click the link or the yeah, the link in the description uh, below wherever you're watching this for that exclusive link. Um, they have the biggest email Phillies newsletter in the world. Great, just great insight, great coverage, great stories. Uh, and as a subscriber, you get access to their full complement of articles, the archives, the message boards. You get that awesome 2008 World Series banner shirt. You get 2008 fills following your Twitter account if that's something you want. Access to, to giveaways, tickets, autographs, memorabilia. Uh, and it's all $2 a month. Or $20 for the year. I, I keep saying it, but it is. It's worth it. Um, be sure to check it out. Later today, I will be drawing for... I have three free one-month uh, subscriptions to give away. So if you're leaving a comment, interacting with the podcast, and subscribing, I will be pulling those three. Uh, so be sure uh, to keep... If I don't have your email, uh, I'll be reaching out... Th- to you through social media wherever you you commented and subscribe but want to give them and get you guys set up for the month of august with that because it's going to be a great month for the fills all right eagles update and the kelly green jerseys were like crazy uh better like the, people were tailgating like it was insane they sold out and the the hype video that the eagles put out they do an awesome job with their hype videos anyway but the hype video they put out for the kelly green jersey was just awesome i will say they're they're better than expected uh, if you do know or you have listened uh back to the future i did the list of overrated underrated things in philly sports and the kelly green jerseys got touched on um and i will say i i did not think I'd feel the way I did once they released. And again, watching that hype video, uh, they were definitely better than expected. I can't find a Brandon Graham anywhere. It's uh, sold out. So if anybody out there can, can find one of the new Kelly Green Brandon Graham jerseys, send me the link. Let me know where I can find it. Um, I still think the the era itself, uh, it, it's overrated. However... I will say the nostalgia aspect of the Kelly Green uh, definitely it really hit me harder than, like I said, than what I thought. As a throwback, they I, I put them up there as one of the best throwbacks in the NFL. And for the Eagles, they don't really have a ton of good throwbacks. So as a throwback jersey, as an alternate jersey, I put this up there with the black jersey. Um, so I, I really do like it. They will be wearing them two times. I was way off base with the games. They're wearing them against Buffalo and Miami. Complete opposite of, I said, Dallas and the Giants. But, hey, I, I got it. It is what it is. I, I think, uh, like I said, they're better than expected. Uh, I, I may have been a little little over the top with the overrated uh, and probably – was my uh what do i want to say my my venom was uh attacking the jerseys and it should have been probably it was misplaced that's what it, it was misplaced uh anger at the team and i took it out on the jerseys which after seeing the jerseys oh my god uh definitely looking forward to one so i i think that just means there's one thing to do and that's just win the super bowl in the kelly green jersey and everybody's happy um, but again, check out Back to the Future. 
But there's Kelly Greens. And if you can find a Brandon Graham, let me know. I'm looking for one. All right. Before we get into today's episode, we have a winner in the Philadelphia, the Philly Sports Most Lovable Loser Tournament. The 2000-2001 Sixers beat the 2022 Eagles with 82% of the vote. Um, so congratulations to them. Thank you so much for participating. I hope you guys had some fun with it. Um, it was just, again, something to get us through the month of July. And here we are now with football. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, some surprises for me. The 93 Phillies did not do as well as I thought they were going to do. Uh, I was surprised at how well Maybe not so much the 2022 Eagles because I, I do think that they were a fun team, disappointing team uh, because I feel they should have won. But the 2022 Phillies also did well. So I don't know if it was more of a recency bias or what. <clears throat> um, another thing I noticed and not really a surprise as much as what we kind of all know is the Flyers just uh, every day it was a Flyers matchup. There wasn't as many votes as there were for the other three teams. And and I think that's indicative of Philly sports. But uh, congrats to the 2000-2001 Sixers for being Philly sports' most lovable loser. I don't think there's a surprise in there at all. I think we can all agree that that team captivated us and are one of our all-time favorite teams despite not winning. PhillyGoat.com, though, they have any. Sixers gear you need. They have some Iverson jerseys with, I, I keep talking about the handcuff when he would go to the crowd. You want to celebrate the Sixers winning the Philly Sports Most Lovable Loser? Go to phillygoat.com, pick up that Iverson with the, the ear cup. Uh, they have some amazing Kelly Green stuff. Uh, they've been doing a lot with Hugh Douglas, uh, modeling them. Uh, there's a couple fly. There's some that say go birds. There's, uh, there's just a lot. And again, if I can't find the Brandon Graham jersey, Philly Goat is where you're going to go. I, I think we're going to probably end up doing both anyway. But when you're there, use the promo code Jim Montgomery, 10% off your order. Uh, you won't be disappointed. All right. Today, we're going to go back. First, before we go back, uh, today we're going to go back two times. We're going to go back first in 1935. And on this day, one of my all-time favorite people, God rest her soul, was born. My grandmother, happy birthday, my mom. Love you. I miss you, uh, but I, every August 1st, I, 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 I'd be remiss if I did not shout out Betty Lou. So happy birthday. Um, miss you. Uh, it's hard to believe you're gone. But on this day, back in 1945, when she was 10, uh, we're going to go to the sports now. The Philadelphia A's lost both games of a doubleheader to the Washington Senators. In game one, shortstop Irv Hall went one for four. Okay, so what? Well, his quote-unquote hit was a line drive that hit pitcher Dutch Leonard in the stomach, and somehow Dutch Leonard lost the ball in his pants. Yes, you heard that right. So they credited Irv Hall with a hit because they couldn't find the ball, even though it was in his pants. Not sure how that's not an out unless the ball fell down his leg onto the mound, but again, it was 1945. I wasn't there. Uh, but Irv Hall was credited with a hit after hitting Dutch Leonard with a line drive in the stomach, and the ball got lost in his pants. Irv Hall, it was one of he played only played four seasons. He was two sixty one hitter, but his name will live on forever as being the guy that got a hit that got lost in the pitcher's pants. So there you go. 
All right. I mentioned for the month of August, we are going to look at 31 days, 31 questions about the 2023 Eagles, uh, kind of breaking down. And instead of doing like a, a longer Eagles preview, this is sort of our way of taking a look and, and really diving into the Eagles. So today, one of the biggest questions coming into this season is the schedule. And everybody's been talking about it. And they have the hardest schedule based on winning percentage from last year. So obviously, it's definitely a question mark and something that is concerning. And I think, I mean, based on last year's schedule, that everybody said, oh, they had an easy schedule. So I kind of want to go back. And if we think at the beginning of the Andy Reid era, that first year when McNabb broke out and they went 11 and 5 and ultimately lost to the Giants after beating Tampa Bay in the first round of the playoffs. Everybody said, oh, well, they had an easy schedule. Let's see what they do the next year. They followed that back up, won the division, and ultimately um, just it was the start of a good stretch, and it didn't matter what happened. That, to me, is what this team is. I think they're a very, very good team, and I think the schedule, yes, there are going to be some tough stretches. There are some hard games, but if you're a good team – it definitely should not matter what the schedule is. Uh, I, I think sticking with the, the theme we did last week on Back to the Future, it's overrated to kind of talk about the schedule like that because a good team is a good team. And keep in mind, those teams that are quote-unquote tough on the schedule also have to play the Eagles, who are a good team. Um, I think the first game of the season against New England, that's going to be a tough one. Because it's on the road, the crowd's going to be fired up because it's Tom Brady day. Uh, but then there's no way they come back and lose to Minnesota. Uh, and then the early part is where they need to go, like 6-3, and 7-2, and two, heading into the bye. And I think that's very doable uh, at worst. And and even if they go 6-3, and three, um, I think, too, so the, the, where they place those Kelly Green games might actually help fire up the crowd somewhat. Uh, so I don't know. Again, it would be nice to would have been nice to see him against the Giants or Cowboys, but maybe there's some strategic planning there uh, to wear them against Miami and then Buffalo. Uh, so going into the bye, I, I think they have to be six and three at worst, uh, and then it gets tough. I mean, they go open up. They go. They have the bye going into Kansas City, which is good. Then it's Buffalo, San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle. I think they can go three and two at work, like in those games. And I, I think then to finish up, they have two games against the Giants with Arizona sandwiched in the middle. They'll go two and one. They'll they'll probably split with the Giants. There's no way they're gonna they'll lose to Arizona. So I mean, I really think they go eleven and six at worst with that quote unquote tough schedule. And I mean, twelve and five, thirteen and four is doable. And again, I think what's lost in this is the fact that the Eagles are a good team. It's not like, oh, well, they only did well last year and got to the Super Bowl because of their easy schedule. Sure, they may have gotten some the way the schedule was laid out. They may have had a couple extra wins in there, which helped the home field. But they didn't get blown out really in any game last year. Um, so to, to say that the... I mean, when Jalen Hurts was starting. Uh, but to say that the schedule is going to be a detriment to them and, and be their undoing, I, I think is unfair. Um, again, they're a good team. 
And, and again, we'll get more into this uh, later. But, I mean, if anybody's going to overcome the tough schedule that everybody's saying it is, I put my money on Jalen Hurts. Uh, he's motivated. He's focused. So the schedule, yes, it's going to be tough. Is it going to be uh, unmanageable? Are they going to go like – are they going to go 6-11, and 5-12? and 12? No. They're a good team. Barring injury, I think, yes, they might take a step back as far as wins, but I don't think. They are hands down the best team in the division. They should win the division, no problem. Um, and I think it's one of those overrated things like, yes, it's going to be tough, but there's going to be teams on there that are better than what we're expecting. There's going to be teams on there that are worse than we're expecting. So let's just worry about what's happening game by game like Sirianni does. Let's just get better each day and then worry about it from there. All right. On this day, back in 1945, Irv Hall Got a hit when the ball got lost in pitcher Dutch Leonard's pants. Phillies looking to take two in a row from the Marlins today. Huge, huge series again for them this week. And they, they have their pitching rotation set up. So be sure to check out our friends at 2008 Phils. Like, subscribe, comment for a chance for one of those three free one-month subscriptions. Check out the friends at phillygoat.com for your Kelly Green or the Sixers gear to celebrate the Philly Sports Most Lovable Loser Tournament. Remember to get something you never had. Sometimes you have to do something you've never done. Go have yourselves a Tuesday. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery, and until next time, I'll see you when I see you.